Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in about 10 minutes, and I'm very excited to introduce my guest today. This is Christy Irvin of Christie's, Christie's Bookkeeping Services out of Farmington, Utah. Christy, thank you so much for taking time to be on the podcast today. What would you like the audience to know about Christie's Bookkeeping Services? Well, so I have been doing accounting and bookkeeping using QuickBooks for about 24 years now, day in and day out for hundreds of businesses. Um, most of my clients have been with me many, many years. Um, I actually, I started my own business about nine years ago, but I worked at the corporate offices of a franchise company for nine years prior to that. And I'm actually still working with so many of those people today. So, yeah, so obviously, you know, my ultimate goal is to, you know, develop lifelong relationships with all these, you know, entrepreneurial uh, business owner people that I work with. And I've, you know, grown and evolved over the years to where now I've uh, about three or so years ago, I started offering tax planning services ta or, or tax advisory, which is helping the business owners uh, learn how they can reduce their tax liability and keep more of their money rather than, uh, you know, giving up to 40% or more to the government <laughs> and legally, of course. Right, right. So, so yeah, so this is a service that's really, really growing. And I've gotten great response from that because um, most people, I, I mean, I've been shocked at the response, but, but then again, I mean, who doesn't want to learn how they can save money on taxes and, or manage their finances better and, and then also I've expanded into, along with that, just helping them with the tax preparation as well. And I would anticipate that that will grow much more too, is just kind of providing everything under one roof, you know, with the bookkeeping, tax planning and tax prep. Oh, fantastic. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, it's obviously a much needed and required step for all businesses yes. that you have to do your taxes. For so that's sure. great that we have experts like you that can help with that. Well, let's get, to, let's get to our questions for today. The first question, share a time when you experienced some kind of conflict with a coworker or team member or colleague or whoever and how you resolved it. Yeah. So I would say, well, first of all, I've got to say like, due to the nature of what I do, um, I feel like, and, and this is probably, this is every business owner, I suppose that it's a constant sales job. I've got to always, you know, sell myself or remind them why you're working with me, why we have a relationship together, how we're here to help each other and stuff. So, so I would say like, you know, in regards to conflict resolution is that it really is just, it, it's all about the communication that you have. And obviously there's more than one way to communicate something to somebody. And um, so, you know, I would say to resolve conflict is, is just choose your words wisely in the way that you're trying to convey the message to them while also reassuring them that, Yes, I want to continue to have an ongoing relationship with you. We can resolve any issues that we have by simply understanding where the other person's coming from, whether it's that I made a mistake or that they made a mistake, you know, it's just, 
just working through those things. So communication is huge. And, and I've always, I think that my communication skills have gotten better over the many years, but I'll tell you what, like when I first started my own business, that was like one of my great goals was being a much better communicator. Um, I kind of felt like at that time that after so many years of doing what I had done, you know, doing the bookkeeping and, and, and using QuickBooks and stuff that I had a lot of knowledge. Um, and I knew how to help hundreds of business owners at that time, but my challenge to myself was how to communicate appropriately the things that I know or convey them in a way to help other business owners understand in five minutes or less, the knowledge that I have or how I can help them. So anyway, that's, that's what really I would say. Good. Communication is key. <laughs> yeah. And I like how you said, choose your words wisely. And you're absolutely right. A lot of us have good knowledge and we can try to impart that knowledge to others, but if we can't communicate it very well, things fall apart quickly. So yes. That's yeah. Point. Like, like selling anything, you know, there's, there's, there's always a better way to do it. <laughs> That's very true. Very true. All right. Question number two, Christy, I know you've heard the phrase, people don't leave jobs. They leave managers. What's one idea that you could share for leaders to retain their talent longer? Yeah. So, I mean, I think first of all, like in working, and this is something that I feel like I'm very new to where I've spent much of my life, I think, or, or, you know, my, my career working independently with the business owners. And now where I'm starting to work more with a team and expanding and growing my team and, you know, trying to get work with the very best and stuff that it's, so I'm trying to figure this out as well. And I, I think the response that I've gotten is great. I've got a couple people that I, that I feel like we're very reassuring of each other that we will work together for life, you know, but I very much, I care about them and, and I try to reward them with whether it be like a little surprise bonus or a treat or getting to know something that they like, but also, um, uh, remember to praise them for things, uh, when they do well at something or, um, also be very grateful for the things. So, so you got to remember not to just, you know, tell them the things that they do wrong, which, you know, fix this, do this, do this, do this, but also remember to say like, thank you so much. Like I couldn't do this without you, you know, like I wouldn't be where I am without you. So, so anyway, but also I think initially up front as well, I might say is like setting the expectations, like outlining, this is exactly like what I need help with. And this is what that's going to look like. Therefore, this is the skills that I'm looking for because, you know, it's, it's obviously much easier if you pick the right person to start with and recognize any red flags, like the saying, you know, uh, what is it? Slow to hire, quick to fire. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know, to just be able to get the right people on your team so that it's a great experience for everybody. 
Great comments. You touched on a lot of really good ideas on how to help people feel valued, appreciated, and of course, to help them stick around a little bit longer through that process. Great ideas. All right. Question number three, what's one idea that you have on how to help a team build resilience within themselves? Well, I think that, you know, offering praise and good communication, like you've done this well, um, this is not the correct way to do this, you know, so let, let me show you how to do this. And with technology these days, it's really great. Like that I can, I can share loom videos of like, let me explain the process of how to, I don't know, set, set a new business up on payroll, <laughs> you know? So loom videos are great and screenshots to teach them. So you're teaching them and offering them praise. And so it's like, I may correct you, but I'm very grateful for you. And, you know, we're, we're in this in the long haul together, but also I think to build resilience as well is to um, help them just feel safe in their job. That it's not like if they're constantly afraid that they're going to lose their job, that definitely, I mean, to me, especially like I've been in that place before is it's not a safe and happy place. And you don't feel like you can even, I don't know, give your all at the place that you're working at because you don't know that they're invested in you. Hence, you know, people feed off of each other. So like, if I feel you're not very invested in me, I don't feel very safe. I may not give you everything that I have or, or, you know, like feel like I can even, you know, put all my eggs in one basket with you because again, I don't really trust the situation or feel safe. You, that's a really important point that you just made is that if people don't feel safe, whether it's physically, psychologically, whatever, they're going to hold back. It's just yeah. a natural human tendency. We all do it. If you're not in a For safe place, sure. you, you are not feeling like you can contribute to your complete potential. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. Great it's planet. just like being in a relationship, you yeah. know, I mean, your job, your career, where you work, the people that you work with. I mean, that's a relationship too. Yes. And you want to feel like, you know, loved and appreciated and safe. And like, you can be yourself and you know, express, you know, let your whatever glorify your talents. Right. Right. <laughs> and no, grow. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Great comments. Yeah. I really like those. All right. Well, question number four, is there someone that you'd like to recognize that's had a positive influence in your life? Well, you know, so growing up my whole life, I always said that my grandmother was my biggest hero. And I mean, I think there was a lot of reasons for that. She's passed on now, but she will always like forever. I think I'll always just consider her my hero because of the example that she set for me. And so yeah, setting the example is huge, but she was always like, first of all, she was always fussing over everybody like, Oh, what do you need? What can I do for you? And just her whole life was just service, service to the community service to her family. She had five kids and who knows how many grandkids and great grandkids and everything like that, you know, service in the church, uh, that she attended and just, she was just always giving of herself like all the time. And so that was, um, but also, you know, I always felt her love too. And so I love to be around her and spend time with her and, you know, go have sleepovers at her house and stuff like that. So she was just extremely generous, 
you know, like I would, I don't know, do a concert in school and she'd give me $5, (laughs) just (laughs) very thoughtful. Boy, that sounds like it. A wonderful lady. Thank you so much for recognizing her. So generous and kind and serviceable (laughs) to people. That's, I, I just admire people that have that talent and that mindset that they are, that that's the way they are with people. I think that's fantastic. Yes. All right. Well, happy too, I might say. You know how happy. some people just have like a chip on their shoulder and you don't really yep. want to be around them because you're afraid you're going to get that chip too, you know? Yep. Just, just, she was just always smiling, happy, giving, you know, and, and, and so it draws people to you. Yeah. So. It's a very, it's very attractive quality in someone when you're happy and you don't have that chip on your shoulder. Yes, for well, sure. For again, sure. thank you for recognizing her. She sounded like she was just an absolutely wonderful lady <laughs> and she still is influencing you, even though that she's passed on. So definitely. All right. Well, our, our last question, tell us a little bit about your first job. So my first job, well, honestly, I don't know. I, I would say like the first jobs that I had, I was always like the neighborhood babysitter, like the favorite girl that they wanted to come because, you know, I would like clean the houses as well. And their kids liked me. So that was at a very young age. And I had a lot of cousins and I also lived in a neighborhood where there was so many, so many young children and big families. So anyway, that taught me a good deal. And I was very, you know, money motivated at the time because if I wanted anything, like I had to go out and earn it. So, so anyway, so that was my first jobs. And if I, my first real job, like as a W2 employee was at Lagoon when I was 15 and I worked 40 hours a week over, uh, it was, what is it called? I think it's called the old mill in Pioneer Village where they cook the corn over the grill. Yeah. And literally because I was the youngest, they stuck me out on that grill like the whole time because nobody wanted to be out in the heat. <laughs> it's hot. And yeah. So, but just like everything, you know, I'm always a little bit of an overachiever, I guess, that I made sure, you know, they had the labor laws that 15 year olds cannot work over 40 hours. So they were having to call me in to the, you know, to go home right at 39.5 hours. But yeah, amazing experiences, you know, learning how to work hard. I definitely learned how to work hard, like at a young age. Well, I had a lot of jobs. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. You're obviously a hard worker even now. So that's, that's fantastic that you kind of got your start, so to speak, earning your own money, whether it was babysitting and going around the neighborhood or the W2 out in the the heat, whatever, whatever it was, you've you've obviously learned a lot. Well, Christy. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? Well, okay. So you can reach me by um, my, my business phone number is 801-808-3672. Um, my email is Christie's bookkeeping svcs at gmail.com. Um, I'm always happy, you know, like I said, I'm a QuickBooks guru and I know a lot of business owners use QuickBooks. Um, before I start working with somebody, I'm always happy to review their QuickBooks file, offer my suggestions or recommendations, or, you know, let them know whether it's nice and clean or a great big mess. Um, yeah, you can find me. I have a website, christiesbookkeepingservices.com, although I don't ever keep it updated. I have a Facebook page. 
Um, I'm on KSL. If you search by top rated for under accountants and bookkeepers, I'm under, like you'd find me under the top rated. Um, I'm also on Intuit under find a QuickBooks pro advisor. So, so you can find me there as well. Fantastic. And, yeah. I, I think I'm kind of all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. It's good presence. That's good. And then just to clarify for those who we've got both versions, the video version and the audio version, but for those who are listening to the audio, we want to make sure that we spell it correctly. You spell your name C H R I S T Y. Yes. And so when we have Christie's bookkeeping yes. services, it's uh, make, make, for those who are going to check exactly. it out, make sure that you uh, spell it correctly or you may have some difficulty. So, yep, C H R I S T Y. Very good. All right. Thank you so much again, Christy. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, thank you so much, too. You're welcome. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. We also invite you to subscribe or follow the audio version or the video version, whichever you prefer. We always appreciate having more listeners and viewers. Thank you so much for joining us and have a great day.